Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 8888352414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with an authority blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel, the authority blogger from learningwithleslie.com, and I have another exciting interview for you today. I have Rob and Kim Murgatroyd on the line, who, inspired by the book The 4-Hour Workweek, took their hobby and turned it into a business, sharing travel tips to what they call Jet Setters. Jet Set Life was created as a passion project of creating video guides for their family and friends about places to travel to and has since grown into a massive online empire. Their flagship program, Jet Set Body, teaches people how to get into the best shape of their lives. Today, we're going to talk about how they have built their business around their passions, how we can do the same, and then they're going to give me an interesting challenge, uh, an entertaining challenge, I'm sure, at the end. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Rob and Kim, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing today? We're great. Thank you for having us. Oh, I just want to sit here and watch the show. I don't even feel like I'm a part of it. I just like you are. You are a show in the box. Man, this there's is jing- this is so much jingles, fun. There's dancing. I mean, so many of these, these interviews we do are just blah blah blah. <laughs> What's this? What's that? You're dancing. Well, I mean, we, we, we got to spice it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, actually, I'm gonna go get some Patron. We're gonna do some shots. This is a this is a party. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, by the way, this is the first interview I'm doing with two people at the same time. So you guys are a first. Um, So that's awesome stuff. And I'm excited to do it. And I know we have an interesting challenge that we're going to talk about at the end, but we're not going to say what it is. They're going to have to wait if they want to hear what this challenge is, because it's going to be awesome. Okay. So let's right. let's talk about what you guys do online because you know you have this um, jet set life concept that you work with at your blog and that's at uh, jetsetlife.tv right that's the URL. Yeah. Awesome. Yep, jetsetlife.tv. Awesome. Can you guys define for me what jet set life means? Jet set life is. Uh, do you mind if I take this? You're always hogging anyway, <laughs> so you might as well just go ahead. Oh, this is going to um, be interesting. I can tell. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is uh, this is your first. Can, can I make the joke? Which one? It's his first three-way. It's his first three-way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Listen, we've all had our first. Well, hey, had I'm I'm if so just, glad that my first is with you guys. We, we will See. we will be patient with you. We'll be gentle. <laughs> we'll be gentle. That's what, that's what I was looking for. I, I, I lost it. I know. All right. So, uh, living in Jets at Life. It's not about um, Prada, Prada, Gucci, Smoochie, whatever. Uh It's about living life by your own rules, whatever that is. Okay. So it's your, it's living life on your terms. Our tagline is excuses are over. It's time to live. Everybody makes the excuse. Mm -hmm. I have the cubicle job. I have the the wife and the kid and the pool and the house. And I have to have 4.2 of this and, you know, the perfect little everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
their real life gets sucked out of them often, yeah. I think, in America. Mm -hmm. um, so living your jet set life is what is your definition of your dream life mm. is really what it is. And to stop making excuses today mm -hmm. and to find a way to live whatever your passion is today. Because conversely, if you think about being a jet setter, or you think about people that fall into the jet set category, mm -hmm. a lot of them are friggin' miserable. Yeah. I mean, they're walking around with you know ten thousand dollar purses, the women, <laughs> and they're you know they're I, we they're see miserable. we see yeah. them they're miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Guys are you know, the guys are you know on the beach in Saint Tropez and they're on their iPhone and the girl is you know what I mean like yeah. they're not they're not engaged in life, mm -hmm. so yeah. it's not about materialism. It's mm -hmm. about finding your true passion, and for us, it happens to be travel. So that's that's where it falls for us, which is why we chose Jet Set Life because it's a kind of a double entendre for us, I if suppose. you will. Gotcha, you will. gotcha. Now, okay, so you guys are very much into travel, and I look at your website and I see travel from all over the world. What's the most recent place you've been to? Well, ironically, <laughs> it was uh, your country. Oh yeah, just, we were chatting. We were chatting in the uh, in the green room before the show here. <laughs> And uh, it was uh, it was St. Martin, and um, they have naked women there, everybody. So uh, two things that, two things that we will tell you about St. Martin. One is the beaches of Topless, which is a big well, Orient. Well, not all yeah. the beaches, but some no. that yeah. one in particular. Beaches, listen, all the beaches I'm interested in going to are Topless. <laughs> number one, number two, they've got something called Airport Beach, which uh -huh. is the which is the, I think, the closest body of water to an, a commercial airline strip in the world, which yeah. means that... Well, it's with the big jets. Yeah, like, like a seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, but they only have the little ones. So That's what, like, like a, a commercial, jet. like 740, yeah. like yeah. massive L1011, 747s, like all that. Mm -hmm. You can... <laughs> excuse me, you can stand there at the shoreline mm -hmm. and the jet will come over your head and some people, it's like playing chicken with a jet. Some people just can't stand there because they think it's going to hit them. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, uh, so to answer your question, it was the Caribbean, St. Martin. Awesome. Yeah, and we were just talking about it before because I remember watching a video about a week ago where this girl, this tourist was there at the airport right in front of the where, where the jet was taking off from. And the, 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 the power was so much that she flew back and hit her head on the concrete. Yeah. It's so funny. That was on Good Morning America. Yeah, uh, that clip insane. Well, and it came out the same weekends that we were there, which was so unusual. <laughs> yeah. And so everybody had sent it to us because they knew that we were there. Oh, that's always encouraging. All right. So you guys are very much into... Do you guys have any kids? Yeah. We do. We have one 14-year-old daughter. Okay. So, you want her? So, no, no, that's <laughs> fine. You can keep her. Um, but right. So my question is this. When you travel, I mean, because you guys do it a lot, do you travel with her? Do you, how does that even work? Because I know a lot of people... Um, at least it's the concept that I hear a lot. Um, a lot of people, when they get married and then they have kids, well, that's it. You can't yes. do all that traveling that you used to, you normally did, or you would like to do because now you're tied down and you can't do that. How does that work we with have you a guys? Cage. We just put her in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, it's you know that's one of the things. That's what that's a part of our tagline. Excuses are over. Uh -huh. You can say we have we have kids now. We can't travel the way we used to. We yeah. have this. We can't do that. The reality is when they're little baby, 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 probably not going to take off for three weeks to Greece and leave the baby. Yeah. But as they get just a little bit older, um, we were both raised with big families. Mm -hmm. So our family 
life growing up for each of us was to spend time with, you know, aunts, uncles, grandmas, and yeah. all that kind of stuff, um, especially in the summers. So we kind of have some vacations that we, her name's Demi. So we have Demi vacations uh-huh. and we have non-Demi vacations. Okay. So the Demi trips um, that we take with her, like the Caribbean, we were just on cruises or, you know, we'll go do certain trips with her, LA and New York and that kind of stuff. Um, and then the non-Demi trips, she actually <coughs> is somewhere. It's usually Christmas, New Year's. Like, we'll go to Rio, uh-huh. and she'll go see Grandma and Grandpa. Okay. Or um, in the summer, when we're gone for three weeks, she's at summer camp for mm-hmm. three weeks anyway. Okay. So we time it. She goes to camp, we go to camp. <laughs> so I think I think the short answer yeah. is, one, you've got to know your kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. For example, I know that if we take Demi to Europe, it's a waste of time, energy, and money. And there's a lot of people that feel contrary to that, but I, I know my kid, and I know that she's not going to get the value uh-huh. of the Eiffel Tower yet, gotcha. but she will, and that will probably be 16 years old, 17 years old, maybe a little bit older. Right now, she gets a lot of value out of seeing the U.S. because she really hasn't seen it. And not just that, but seeing we we live in Atlanta, and our families both live um, far away, so okay. they don't she doesn't get to see you know her family. Uh, extended family that often. Yeah. So for us, for us, like I said, you know, we made the choice that you know we're not going to make the excuse about children. We're going to have some trips with her, some trips without her, because it's important for us as a couple to connect without her. So know? for so for extended trips, like she said, yeah. like if we go to Europe in the summer for three weeks, she's in summer camp. Yeah. yeah. Or for shorter trips, she's like this grandma or that grandma. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, it, it's funny because I was uh, b- briefly browsing your website and I, I saw you said something about Demi vacations and I thought you meant like smaller vacations or something. Uh, yeah, it's a half a vacation. Like a half a vacation. <laughs> there you go. That's what I, that's what I thought it meant. So, um, okay. That's so funny. Now, now when, when it comes to, uh, you know, these things cost money. Do you guys have jobs or is it everything that you do based on what you do online? I was hoping that you can lend us some money for the next trip. <laughs> do you mind? I mean, should we do this off the air? Sure. Why, yeah, let's let's talk about that afterwards. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. Money. 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 Yeah. yeah money. Yes. You need money. Yes, we have you do. both. Um, okay. We have. We don't have jobs. We have businesses. Okay. So we have um, one brick and mortar business, oh, and okay. then we have and 20 online businesses. (laughs) So little websites and different products and some stuff that's non-passion related Uh that just makes extra money. And most of it though is Jet Set Life. Now when you say say 20, are you you exaggerating or is it actually 20? Oh, well there you go. (laughs) Yeah, like there's like, um, I wrote an ebook on how to get married in Positano, Italy because I got married there. And oh. legally married, not just like you show up and you know you have okay. a symbolic thing. So and it's difficult. So I wrote an ebook on exactly how to do it. So mm-hmm. am I going to retire on that ebook? Probably not, mm-hmm. um, because it's a very small, tiny, itty bitty niche. But I, it does sell. Okay. So we have twenty, I'd say close to twenty sites like that. Um, okay. Maybe a little bit more. So yeah. so to give you an idea. Um, Look at Jet Set, because like, we got to ask this question once a day, so I can answer it. Mm-hmm. Probably in, in this way is probably the best. Okay. If you look at Jet Set Life as an umbrella company, under Jet Set Life, we've got lots of sub-niches. Mm-hmm. One sub-niche is just websites that we have no interest in, no passion about, and they're literally just websites that we've calculated 
um, based on Google rankings, etc., yeah. that we can make money via Google Ads, ebook sales, affiliate sales, etc. Those okay. are the 20 niche sites, okay? Okay. The next thing we have is our guidebooks, which are on Jet Set Life. We've got 20 destinations that we sell guidebooks for. So that's, <coughs> excuse me, that's another sub-niche. Mm -hmm. Another sub-niche of that is we have Jet Set Body, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. And that's a, uh, a program. It's a $197 program. It's a 10-week program. And we sell those programs. Um, and then we have some passion things that we have websites for that we're really passionate about for things that we really know, like the example that she gave you with um, how to get married in Positano. So, okay. um, so there's lots of... There's, it, Lots it, of little things. If you you know if you got a big bucket here, you know there are some big fish that go in that bucket. Yeah. Like you know you can call Jet Set Body, maybe a two hundred dollars uh, program yeah. that's going in that bucket, and then you can call you know a small niche, which is like you know a Google AdWord, which goes in, but or affiliate it's sales. Multiple streams of income. Well. It's multiple yeah. streams of income. Yeah. There, it's you know every day there's something coming in from somewhere um, in some way. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised how you start small and over several years if you really create something of value you will have it might be a hundred dollars a month it might be ten thousand dollars a month yeah but there's regular reoccurring income that's coming in um, and of course we have product launches uh, for different things that we do etc gotcha now in terms of uh, uh just to give it kind of perspective when did you guys first start with what you're doing online I'm terrible with dates. What, um, what, what would you say? Or what say, year or anything? I'm going to say um, around 2005. Okay. We began. Um, he was bored. And I thought you were going to say I was born. That's, that's what it sounded like to was So saying. much older than that. Once upon a no, time. He, he was bored and we were traveling a lot. And um, we decided uh, we saw pod video podcasting coming out on iTunes. Okay. So we decided we were going to shoot some travel videos. He had a, he had a Mac. He was going to, you know, make the videos, be creative. We were going to put them up on um, as a podcast and just, you know, for fun. Uh -huh. Just because we traveled a lot and people always asked us about our vacations, so we did. Mm -hmm. And one of the first um, videos that we shot was our honeymoon, actually. Ooh. 2006 and it and it was a funny video so that was one of the first um, that was in there and from there people would contact us and ask us so we ended up building a website okay. and then he read the four-hour work week and we decided to turn this little fun passion thing that was really just for fun mm -hmm. um, into business and make money out of it gotcha yeah I've got, I've got some comments on that go um, ahead Really shocking. <laughs> shocking, right? I'm very quiet. Yeah, I know. Um, you mentioned earlier that you know the 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 premise of your your podcast is to do things that you're passionate about. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you that you know in the four hour work week, Tim Ferriss talks about mm -hmm. um, having and having a a reoccurring online income or an income whether it's online or not that's automated and scalable, whether you are interested in it or not. Um, doesn't matter. And I personally disagree for myself mm -hmm. with that statement because I, I, I did that after I read the four hour work week. And if you're not passionate about something, when the going gets tough or you're trying to, 
you know, you're not getting any sales and you need to tweak it and you want to make it better. If you're not interested in hemorrhoid cream, <laughs> there, there is there is no amount of, uh, of effort that you can put in that's going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But conversely, if you're passionate about travel and you're creating a guidebook and you want to sell it, it's not hard to pump it up and make it better yeah. because you love it. It's a labor of love. It's yeah. a labor of love. Yeah. So I think one of the questions you have to ask yourself, and I think this is a really important question, if you were if you were not getting paid mm. and you were not making money, would you still do it? So yeah. if you went in your, you know, yeah. in your checking account and there was $10 million in it and you woke up tomorrow morning, would you still want to be involved in whatever it is that you think you you're, you want to get involved in. If the answer is no, then it's probably not a passion. Does that, does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay, what role does blogging play in everything that you're doing? Because uh, my audience are pretty much bloggers. What ro yeah. role does that play? Well, what's, it started as a blog um, for me because with him being bored and you know having the video aspect of it, I love to write. So when we started our website, I was like, I would love to have a blog. Yeah. So I had a blog. My blog's called My Jet Set Life. Okay. And um, ironically, Guy Kawasaki, who is in your opening, I had emailed him on um, getting me onto his top blog uh -huh. website that uh -huh. he has. Um, all top. All top. All top. Yeah. Thank you. All top website. And um, so he and I had some exchanges on that. Um, but... I enjoy the blogging, and I think that's where people can really connect to you. Mm -hmm. I'm the worst blogger in the world um, <laughs> in many ways because I'm the crazy artist writer that, like, I just can't write unless it's in me. Gotcha. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll be doing laundry, I'll get a wild hair, and I'll write the best blog of my life. Mm. But it may not be consistent, and I know that goes against all the rules. But if I know I have to write a blog every Monday at 8 a.m., that's just the bottom line. Mm -hmm. Whereas he does it on a schedule, and produces great content. I, I am not that way, but I probably produce better content. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, that just went right over my head because I, I didn't even relate to that. I, 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 think, I think... I'm so sorry for the coughing. I'm going to apologize. Oh, that's fine. I, I think the short answer is blogging is critical, um, but, I, but, I, but I'll have these two caveats. The, the first one is... Don't get caught up mm. in doing research about whether or not you think it's a good topic for your audience to read, i.e. Google keyword searches, mm -hmm. you know, trying to manipulate the title so that somebody's you know, going to find it. I think once you enter into that world of seeing what the audience wants based on research, I think you're kind of screwed. Mm -hmm. I so I would I would say write um, in a way that you are passionate and excited about, and let the chips fall where they may. Because, like you said in your opening, you know Google can wake up one day, have a different way of factoring their algorithms. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. So you know, but, but your passion is always there. Exactly. And it doesn't matter because the, the words are in the text. Yeah. So. You know, if they're searching and it's relevant, Google is smarter than you. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna figure it out. So yeah. that would be the first thing. And the second thing that I wrestle with is um, video uh, blogging or including video in your blog. 
the the upside is that I think it's amazing to have in there for the people that like to watch video, yeah. particularly when you're traveling and uh, you, we have a lot to show. I think the downside is that video isn't really searchable mm -hmm. in the same way that words are. You can you know you can find a video of Saint Tropez, but you know it's there's that's it. You're just going to find the location. You're not going to find the words and the stories about what we did there. So, so I think I, I think you need both. <clears throat> and the last one is, so many bloggers are so afraid to get out from behind the computer mm. in terms of making themselves uh, known on video. Yeah. Let's say yeah. they just they hide behind you know a moniker. They hide behind the words. Yeah. Not all, but yeah, some. But, yeah, but if they're not good on video, then they shouldn't be on video. I don't know. I mean, I have mixed feelings about that. I think sometimes people think they're not good on video, but they're just uncomfortable with it. So I think sometimes think people think they are good on video. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe know thyself. Yeah. And yeah, if, yeah, you're yeah. Not, if you're not good, don't do it, but yes. then don't do it. <laughs> here's, a, here's a perfect example. Uh -huh. do, you, do you blog... So I don't mean to ask you questions. Sir, no, that's fine. You go, go ahead. But when you blog, do you ever or regularly video blog? I well, it depends on which blog you're talking about because I also my main thing that I do. Well, one of the main things that I do is I run a, a biology site where I teach biology, and that's all video. Um, and what I do to overcome the second thing that you do, I have my assistant go through and transcribe all my videos. So I post. <laughs> Both the videos and the transcripts, so that I'm getting yeah. best of both worlds. That's good. And that's that, good. And that works very well for what I'm doing. Yeah. And and, and, and then and then with my regular blog at um, Learning with Leslie, sometimes I do video, some and usually I do audio. Sometimes I do text. I just kind of try to mix it up. It's good because I think I think you I think you're great on video. Well, yeah. thank I, you. I think I yeah I would I would really encourage you to do it. So that's my that's my long answer for for blogging. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So let's talk about this the one particular program, uh, Jet Set Body. Can you tell me a little bit about that? All right. So you want to go first, Kim, or you want me to go? Um, let me go. Yeah, okay. I was just about to okay. say, I want Kim to go first. Okay. So um, Jet Set Body is a program that we created. It's a 90-day um, get shredded program that is designed for the overachiever. Okay. So this means if you're a person that either, number one, has never worked out before or doesn't know where their local gym is, uh, number two, you're eating pizza and cupcakes every day and, you know, you haven't really even thought about what it means to have a healthy diet, um, or what, number three, you are just completely green when it comes to the world uh -huh. of fitness, this is not for you, okay? okay? So this is designed for the person who probably is working out, maybe not getting the results that they want. They're probably okay, or they might be doing a lot of cardio, still the belly, you know, that kind of a thing. You're putting in some effort, but you're not yielding the result. That's yeah. what Jet Set Body is. It cuts through all the BS and gets you, gives you the 80-20, to use Tim Ferriss, gives yeah. you the 80-20 on what it takes to have <coughs> an amazing body. Yeah, uh, so let me let me add to that a little bit um, from ahead. from personal perspective. I'm 45, going on 46, and I've been working out since high school. Okay, and I think 
you know, prior to learning all the information that we learned for Jet Set Body, I looked okay. I don't think I looked fat. I don't think I looked, I know I didn't look shredded, but I looked okay. Mm -hmm. And I just, as I was aging, was not getting the pop that I wanted from the effort that I was putting in. I was working out four days a week, five days a week, doing cardio a couple of days, kind of watching what I ate. And every time I put it on swim trunks and went to the beach, I was like, I just like, I look okay, I guess, but I don't feel great. And um, my wife uh, did fitness competitions a few years ago, and um, she also has a degree in exercise physiology. Oh, okay. And so I was talking to her about it, and she was showing me some of her competition pictures. And I was like, you are shredded here. Like, how did you do this? So, you know... I started competing again. So she got back into competing, mm -hmm. and when I showed up at her competitions, <laughs> I looked around and I saw all the guys um, at the competitions that were my age or even older um, who did not have the body I had. It pissed me off. Yeah, but mind you, he also, there in the hotel, the host hotel, there was a cupcake store of all the things <laughs> that we need in the fitness competition is. Of course. He literally, cupcake in hand, Okay walking around, taking the cupcake, taking the bite, and these fitness model guys are walking by. So if that's not a defining moment right there, I don't know what is. True. So, I, you know, I looked at it, and I started really, you know, having being, – being a student of what works and what doesn't work and just identifying the 20% that will give you the 80% results, I started to write down – all of the things, I, I really, be, I became a bit obsessive about it and I started interviewing people who uh -huh. um, were in amazing, amazing shape and asked them what they were doing and I realized that none of the things that I was doing, I mean it's all diet and exercise, but none of the things related to how I was dieting or how I was training mm -hmm. were the same at all. Okay. And so... I realized that if I wanted to facilitate the change that I was looking for, that I needed to radically change everything. Gotcha. So I did. And I spent probably, oh, and then I, then I decided, I said, okay, I'm one of these guys that if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Okay. So but I, I also knew, let me just say, that <laughs> he is also one of the guys that when it comes to diet, exercise is not an issue. Yeah, he's yeah. worked out every week from since he since he was like twelve. Okay. Diet, however, when you know when the weekend comes uh -huh. and like you're like, you know, you throw caution to the wind. Yeah, yeah. Well, his weekend begins on like Thursday, <laughs> so it's like four out of seven days were whatever, uh -huh. and I knew that he'd follow the diet, but it was going to be hard for him yeah. drinking and desserts and stuff like that. So I told him, I said, I know you're not interested in competing and getting on the stage in a speedo, but <laughs> if that is the, like, I know that's not a goal that you have in uh -huh. life right now. No, not, not exactly. It, not exactly. But if you put yourself out there and you get out of your box, cause he can talk in front of anybody, uh -huh. but to not talk and stand on a stage in a speedo, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we. I told him. I said, if you really want to do this and do this right and really go balls to the wall, you need a big goal. Okay. So your big goal should be to do a show. Just do a local show. It doesn't have to be a huge show. Just do something small. 
And so he committed and he did it. And it, it was five months. He hired a coach and um, coached him through the five months of getting there. And I dropped, in, in that time, I dropped probably 30 pounds. I'm wow. probably now down 40 pounds from okay. the original weight. And um, I learned a new way of doing things. Mm -hmm. Now, like, I don't want this to be confused with I learned how to exercise and diet because I, I thought I knew how to exercise and diet. What I learned was how to really do it in a way that is going to facilitate a meaningful change. And a lasting change. That's mm -hmm. the biggest part. Like he didn't lose the weight and then gain it all back after the 90 days. Mm. He, and, and no one on our program has. You know, if you look at David Garland, yeah. the guy's getting better and better and better yeah. every 90 days. So like this doesn't, it, it, it's a lifestyle now. It's not just 90 days. So. so we put together a program for, because, you know, as I started getting leaner and looking better, um, I became really proud of it and started putting pictures on Facebook and Twitter and um, etc. And I started writing blogs about it. And you know, this is one of those things where you know, not everybody. I like electronic music, but not everybody likes electronic yeah, music. Yeah. So you know, there's a, a sub niche of people that'll comment. This is the kind of thing that there ain't nobody that doesn't want to look good. <laughs> so I started getting these massive amounts of emails and questions and what dude what are you doing is it steroids I mean what the hell what like what are you doing um, that I knew I knew that there was a a passion here and B that there was a market here so we put together um, jet set body from both the the male perspective um, obviously be mine and the female perspective as well as the couples perspective and we're having amazing results. Mm. Like, for example, um, David Garland, who she just re referenced a yeah. minute ago, um, just got contacted by both Bodybuilding.com mm -hmm. and Ironman Magazine. Um, he was selected as the top five transformations. Um, and then one. And, and then and one. The number one transformation. And now they're doing a spread on him in Iron Man magazine, which is a really big magazine. Yeah. Um, he's also getting. He also got a feature on Bodybuilding.com. So we're having a lot of press success with it, and it's mostly because it works. Um, it's just it's old school. Yeah. But when you're going to eat clean and you're going to work out, and so. But when, yeah. we, when we when we get to the surprise, which maybe now I don't know if you're into it, but maybe now is a good time to reveal it because I got some, <laughs> I got some weights that I may drop on your head. Oh man, it sounds like it's going to be some serious weights. But be right before we get into it, I just want to really uh, emphasize something that you guys you guys just spoke about uh, because you went through a process uh, and you learned something that was significant for you. And then you got feedback on what you had accomplished and you saw that there were a lot of people looking for the same thing. And I think exactly. that that right there is a, a key to launching a, a, a product that can reach a lot of people, a product that can um, help a lot of people and a product that can be successful, especially for bloggers that are going through whatever they're going through. You learn something. It helps you. You see that there is a need. And you meet that need by coming together with yeah. a pro putting together a program that can help people solve the problem that they're having. And I think that's very now, significant. Now, let me say one thing, though. So you should what you what you 
just um, hinted at is also listening to your audience. Yeah. So yeah. when your audience says, hey, this is what we want, this is what we want, what you also have to do to bring it back to passion is say, is this something that I would love to do and share with people? Yeah, yeah. Because we had conversely a product called Jet Set Money that we had for a little while. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a great idea. It was kind of similar to what you're doing where he interviewed people that had um, successful websites and learned all the secrets and everything. And it, he's a great natural interviewer and it was a really good product. The problem is he wasn't passionate about sharing online business. Yeah. He's okay. passionate about his own online business but he's not necessarily passionate about sharing it. Gotcha. And um, so we had to make the decision, Do is this something we want to continue? And it wasn't something that he loved to do. So even though our audience begged for this, we learned a lot doing it. I would suggest to somebody that when your audience begs for something, you also need to know if it's right for you. Yeah. That's a body, on the other hand, we're over the moon passionate about. We love this product. Love, I love connecting with our members and our people um, and everybody about it. I love getting the emails. I lost 15 pounds in X number of weeks, and I'm so I've never felt better. I love getting the feedback. Um, my doctor said my cholesterol's down. My heart rate, you know, is amaz amazing. My blood pressure. I can stop taking my medicine. I love that. So that's where the passion comes in, and that's why this product for us has been ultimately the most successful. And by the way, there are people who fail yeah. Jet Set Body. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why they fail. The reason why they fail is because they're not willing to do the program that we laid out. Yeah. They want to they negotiate. They want to say, I know you said <laughs> six meals a day, but can I do three? <laughs> I know you said four days a week of weights, but you know I travel. I know you told me to drink a gallon and a half of water a day. Excuse me. I'm going to start that. So, you know, the the bottom line is this is not rocket science. If you do exactly what we tell you, you will get the results. If you screw with it, this is a chemistry set. You're a biology guy. Mm. If you screw with it, you are not going to get the chemical reaction that you're looking for. It's not, let's make a deal. If mm. you do half of it, you're going to get half, half the results. Awesome. Month. So I have a question for you, uh, young man. Uh, I, I don't know. If, wait, wait. Let me prepare myself for the question. Here's the question. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Question, Mr. Leslie. Yes, sir. Are you, are you ready in front of God and everybody and all the <laughs> bloggers in the world? Are you ready to put yourself out there and spend the next 10 weeks, start, 12 weeks, 90 next, days. next 12 weeks, starting Jet Set Body and show everybody what your new body will look like? Now, I'll say this. Before you answer, I have a couple things to say. Uh -oh. Thing number one. Just, I want you to just listen to these. I, things, I'm listening. Okay? By the way, guys, this uh, is the challenge. All right, go. This is the this is the big boom. Oh yeah, bring one. it on. I'm afraid, thing but bring one, it on. You are not, um, you're not required to show you before picture today. Okay. But you are required to show you before picture when the after happens in 12 weeks. Gotcha. Okay. Are you willing to do that? I feel like I'm getting married here. 
are. You are. This is a listen. This is a commitment. It is. But it's it's a commitment, and it's a commitment to yourself and to your health and to your abs. So, are you willing in ninety days to show all your bloggers out there the before pictures and the after pictures? I accept. Okay. okay. All right, next question. I was right. worried there for a second. <laughs> if, we give, if we give you the tools, are you willing to prepare your meals every night for the next day? There's six meals that you need to put in Tupperware. Are you willing to do the work, some you, prep, some there, prep on prep the weekends? Work. Wait, did you but, you said for the next day? Let me let me explain. Yeah, go let ahead. You're eating six meals a day, okay. so. If you have to create six meals every single day, you're never going to leave your kitchen. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you tools to prep in advance certain staples that you can then combine easily in the correct portions to create the meals. If you work out of your home, then you don't need to put them into <coughs> where if we leave, like when we go and work outside of the home, go mm -hmm. to Starbucks, we bring our food with us in other words. So the the bottom line here is, are you willing to prepare your food in advance so you know what you're eating and when, and you are going to have it ready? Because that's a big one. Because if you just wait to grab something, you'll fail. You'll fail. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, I accept the second requirement. Okay. Are you willing to drink a gallon to a gallon and a half. You see, of well, water. Let, 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 let's let's stop right there for a second because I was going through the program and I saw that part. Now you guys have been doing this, drinking a gallon to a gallon and a half water per day. Don't you live in the bathroom? Yes. No, it, it, it's it, at first it's incredibly difficult. Okay. But as you go, your bladder gets more used to it. And do you pee still a lot? Yes, but it's important because you have to flush out all the toxins. Yeah. You have to flush out the crap, literally. Hate to get gross, but there you go. <laughs> um, and you got to get all of that food out of your system. It will reduce the bloat. Your water, your body will not no longer hold water. Okay. So if you're, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I know what your you body mean. Holds on, if you don't give your body water, it's going to hold every little tiny drop you give it. So therefore you're bloated. But if you give it a constant flow of water and it knows it's getting a gallon every single day, you will be fine. And I promise you this, you drink a gallon of water for the next 90 days, not even, you drink it for 30 days. On the 31st day, if you only drink a half a gallon, you're going to feel like you are a camel in the middle of the desert yeah. wanting more water. Okay. So it sounds like a lot, but once you do it, you'll be fine. All right. Leslie, just to put a finer point on this, <laughs> If you don't give your body water, what does your body want to do? Hold on to the water, of course. So that, that means that that's it, that water retention that you just described creates bloat. Yeah. 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 Okay? Okay. So right, go ahead. One. Are you willing to train? Wait, oh, wait. I didn't say that oh, I was yeah. willing. Oh, yeah. Are you? Yes, I am willing to, to, okay, to, to live in the bathroom. <laughs> Are you willing to train four days a week in the gym for 90 minutes per session? 90 minutes per session. Well, it, it varies. It depends. If you're Facebooking like him while you're training, then yes, <laughs> it can be 60. It's going to be, it's going to be every bit of 60. So I'll, 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 um, I'll adjust it 60 to, 60. to 90. Okay. 60 to 90. I, I accept you? that. 
Okay. Are you willing to do three days a week of cardio? Well, it, it varies. It doesn't start with that. It varies. It's up to three days. Up to three days. And that's included with some of those four days? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I am. You right. may, but you're also going to have what is called a functional workout. Yeah. And it's going to take you 30 to 45 minutes and you're done. And that is one more day, though. So mm -hmm. know that. Okay. Are you willing to watch all of the training videos inside of Jet Set Body on how to do the exercise and not assume that you know? For example, if I say go do a bench press, you'll be like, I'm a dude. I can do a bench press. Okay. I know how to do it. No, you don't. Because you're probably going to bring a bench press down to your nipple level, <laughs> but I'm going to teach you to bring your bench press down to your clavicle, closer okay. to your chin. There's a reason for it. Okay. I'm going to teach you when you're doing an upright row to pinch your shoulder blades when you're probably just bringing the bar back here, but you're not doing that last thing here. There are millimeters of corrections that mean everything okay. to how you look. So there's about... There's probably 40 training videos yeah. in there right now, and they're like two minutes each, three minutes yeah, each. Yeah, I, I actually went through and downloaded all the videos on my iPad so that I can have them when I go to awesome. the gym. So, yes, I accept. All right. All right, last thing. This is going to sound weird. There is a flexing video in there that's given by a bodybuilder. <laughs> the flexing video is designed to teach you how to do isometric contraction to train the muscles in the shape that we want to put the muscles in. Okay. Are you willing three days a week to do the training video, even if you look ridiculous in the mirror, in the privacy of your own home, <laughs> flexing all of the biceps, the triceps, the quadriceps, all the seps? Are you willing to do that three days a week <laughs> in order to do a different type of training to create the muscle shape? that we're trying to create three times a week flexing in a mirror 20 minutes hey that's the challenge i'm gonna take you up on it all right last one i want to do it yep go ahead. wait no wait it. you said that that was the last one no he lied I, it was the last one i had what he kind lied. of a person a major, major 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 one oh, are you ready uh yes let's go are you willing every week for 12 weeks mm. to send me front, side, and back in your shorts or whatever, not your underwear because that would be weird, <laughs> in front of the wall, uh -huh. like a plain wall, mm -hmm. same distance away, same pose, don't suck it in, just stand there, front, side, and back every single week for 12 weeks. Every single week for 12 weeks, I will do that. All right, Perfect. you are going to say, let me tell you a couple of things you're going to say in advance, and I'm going to tell you the answers to the questions, so don't email me. Okay. <laughs> First thing you're going to say is halfway through the program, this isn't working, I'm not losing anything, why isn't it working? You're going to say that. Okay. okay? Very normal in the first 30 to 45 days. Uh-huh. If you make because it, you're gonna be crazy, and I can show you your pictures in the first six. You're weeks not gonna, show you you're not gonna see it, uh -huh. but it's gonna be incremental. You're gonna be like, I've been doing this forever, but you're really only doing it for <laughs> you know a month and a half. You're gonna say this isn't working. I'm not seeing anything, and by the end of the ninety days, you're gonna say, Oh my God, I cannot believe this happened. So that's number one. Number two um, is, oh, what the hell was it? That was a good one. Uh, you're going to say, 
There's another thing I was thinking of. This isn't working. Oh, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Uh, oh, okay, got it. You're going to say um, you get three cheats in the first month. A cheat is like a glass of wine, no, maybe. let me explain a cheat. Okay. You get three cheats. A cheat meal, okay? So you can have whatever off the plan that you want. You can have lasagna. You can have um, tacos, a margarita, <coughs> a glass of wine. That's a cheat, Okay. okay? A cheat is not an all-out eating festival of a buffet for four and a half hours. Okay. All right? It's a meal. It's still a meal. Okay. So it can be a larger meal, but it's still a meal. So you can have three of those okay. per week. If you make your cheat meal. Per week? Per week. Oh. Three per week. Okay. Yes. Leslie, let's do some math. Six meals a day times seven days is how many meals? Uh, 42. If you have 42 meals and... And 39 are perfect, or, or is, is that going to really affect you? That's not too bad. No, I, I think that's pretty yeah. good. Perfect. So three cheats in the first month, two cheats in the second month, one cheat in the third month per week. Okay. okay. Here's what you're going to say. Do you commit? I commit. I commit to all the cheats that say. I can take, yes. Woo! Okay, yeah. but listen... You are going to say, probably two or three weeks in, you're going to say to me, I don't feel like I need to take the three cheats. Take them. Okay. Yes. You, you don't have to go all out and eat an entire pizza, but do something off the plan. Okay. Next month, when you do your second month, it's only two cheats. Okay. So you're going to wish you had the three there's, cheats. There's, there's a reason for it. You know, you want your, if your body's used to eating the same thing every single day, and then on Sunday you throw a few cheat meals in there and, you know, your calories are crazy and, you know, everything, your body's going to chew it up, chew it up, chew it up, spit it out. And it's going to chew it up, chew it up, spit it out. And then you're going to be like, it's going to up your metabolism by having that. You can have all three cheat meals in one day and call it a cheat day okay. if you want, which okay. is what many people do. So, so there you go. Okay. That's that, it. That, that, Ready to go. That, so what day are you sending me your pictures? Oh man, you guys are serious. Uh, I, want, I want week one pictures. Week one picture. Well, okay, and it, it has to be on the same day every week, right? Every week. Okay, so then let's go with Mondays. Okay. Monday morning, your pictures are in my inbox. Monday mornings, they will be in your inbox. Wherever we are for the next twelve weeks, we will do this for you. It may be in different time zones, but we will do this for you. Yeah. We will look at your pictures, and we will give you feedback. <coughs> and by we, I mean Kim. <laughs> hey, that works for me. All right. All right. Did we cover everything you need today? I, I, man, I think you did. Now, now I have this crazy challenge. All right. So that's the plan for the next 90, 90 days, 12 weeks. Uh, I, I'm excited about it, and I will post the before and after picks at the end of this journey so that people can see the progress that I've made and all that jazz. But I know there's some people that are probably listening to this right now that maybe want to join me on this journey um, so that I'm not doing these crazy things on my own. Uh, and if you are someone that's interested in checking it out, I want to invite you to visit the website at myjetsetbody.com. That's myjetsetbody.com. That's actually my affiliate link. You can um, go through that and it will. Uh, we can track to see how many of you guys come, co are coming along with me on this journey. So I'm excited about that. If you are interested in doing something like this, um, 
head on over to myjetsetbody.com. Anything else you guys want to add, um, maybe for someone that is trying to make a transformation in their life, just in general, uh, whether that's a fitness transformation, whether, whether that's a business transformation, they're trying to grow their blog and it's not going the way they want it to go and they want to have a ch- significant transformation in their life. What would you recommend? What would you say to that person? Um, very simply, um, if it's something that you want, don't give up. Everybody gives up when it gets hard. Just don't give up. Yeah, and I would say follow your passion and your intuition because your intuition is going to tell you whether or not this is really right for you. Mm. So there you have it. I want to thank Rob and Kim so much for doing this interview with me, for sharing so much about their lives and their business with us all. I have accepted their challenge and I'm very excited about it, as you can probably tell and imagine. Uh, If you're interested in going crazy with me and taking on a similar challenge, I want to invite you once again. Check out MyJetSetBody.com where you'll get the same program that I'm going through with the 90-day workout guide, the training videos, nutrition plan, and a bunch of other stuff. No, seriously, it's it's like a bunch of stuff. (laughs) MyJetSetBody.com. If you'd like to hear more interviews just like this with other entrepreneurs who have built businesses with authority blogs, make sure to visit the website, learningwithlesley.com, or you can find us on iTunes. If you are looking for free training, for training on how you can start your own blog, check out becomeablogger.com, where you're going to get 10 free videos to help you get your blog up and running fast. So really, that's, that's all I have for this episode. This is Leslie Samuel, The Authority Blogger. Until next time, take care and God bless.